What's up, goons? We are back for yet another episode of Notes of a Goon. I am your host, Chris Vega, Chris from Brooklyn, and I am joined, as usually, mostly, sometimes, my stalwart-ish producer, Whoa. Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? I've, I was doing great till that ish just hit. Well, I haven't seen you in a while. Mm. You know, it's not, it's, it's neither here nor there, you know what I mean? Some of it's my fault, some of it's your fault, you were on vacation, this yeah. and that. All right, fair Things enough. happen. Fair enough. Uh, uh, you know, and you know, typically at this part of the uh, 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 show, we handle old business, old business. So I'm going to need you to play a little drop for me because I have the oldest business to possibly bring up, and it is a bone to pick. Really just blew my ears out there. I figured instead of a fade, uh-huh. a loudening, just pump yeah. into it and then a hard. I like stop. how your hands are now dyslexic. What do you mean? Why would who goes up? That's what? crazy. Do you see, it's it's inventive. It's something that's never been done on radio before. But, yeah, stop inventing. Um, <laughs> so the bone I have to pick is with the man responsible for the uh, uh, negative black population of Scarsdale, one Bruce Harrington. Zero is not negative. It's less than zero. He beat the black off someone and turned him white. Um, so I got a text randomly that for some reason your father hates me. And I go, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And uh, uh, then I was told uh, it was because of the way I introduced myself to him four years ago at New York Comedy <laughs> Club. Something I haven't thought about since. And then not only that, I haven't seen you. I saw Alex. <laughs> And she tells me, your fucking wife goes to me, she goes, I don't know what you did to Mike's dad, but he clearly thinks about it a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can this man not learn to golf as a retiree? What is fucking happening? Not he's it. sitting around thinking about, and I heard he's got a lot of problems with Lewis as well. No. Less than you. Very strange. <laughs> this is a very strange situation. Can't stand you. All right, well, you know, when his uh, granddaughter is a fucking world darts champion, uh, uh, maybe he'll thank me, okay? I don't think he's going to live to see that day, but... This is ridiculous. So why is your dad mad at me? So you, uh, when you introduced yourself to my dad, very drunk as you... I was not very drunk. Okay. I mean, you were, you were on anxiety attack. I was medium drunk. You were fairly drunk. Medium drunk, Mike. Okay. So you walk up to my dad and said something along the lines of, oh, you're responsible for this piece of shit. First of all, solid joke. <laughs> um, it is his fault. All your failings are your father's fault, I assume. Um, and he should own up to that, you know? It's like, this is what I don't like about the thin blue line. You know what I mean? It, it absolves these people. Your, fa- your father's an ex-cop. And all these, these qualified immunity thing. You think he has qualified immunity from raising a fucking son who uh, fucks up sometimes? No. Take responsibility for your actions, Bruce. I don't know. I think he, I think he loves his son, and you know, it was, it was he was at his show. And what the, is wrong with the Irish in the by East the way? Village? Just, 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 just fucking relax. You Things know were I mean? doing all right that night, and then out of nowhere, well, some I was just, I was, comes up. I was and... also very nervous that night. You know, it was, a, it was, a, I was very nervous. You know what I mean? It was, a, it was a crazy show. I was so like three years into comedy. Take that out on my family. That makes sense. First of all, here's what actually happened for for the listeners. 
I had just met uh, Nate's dad. If you don't, if you remember, Nate, Nate was uh, the producer for High Society Radio a while back. Nate is from Australia. Nate's dad had flown all the way from Australia. I said something to the same effect to Nate's dad. I believe we also played gay porn and said that it was uh, 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 the inside of Nate's house uh, uh, <laughs> while he was watching the show, and Nate's dad laughed and laughed and just was so cool and i don't know why i thought that would transfer to everybody else that works at the studio's parents that's my fault i suppose however it's been four years look i mean we're talking about like nate's dad great sense of humor good dude talked to him the other day right like fucking you know chill guy well i just assumed it would pass on my if you dad? work here, if you work here, you have a great sense of humor. And then I met the first person's parents I met that worked here were Nate's parents, and they were so good about having a sense of humor about things and understanding what we do here that I assumed your dad would as well. Right. So I think it's like one of two sets of parents for people that work here. Either like people who are like cartoonishly close with their parents, mm-hmm. you know, like an Alex type. Alex's uh, mom can take a joke. She can definitely take a joke, and that's the that is the thing. Like I, it's that's another thing. I'm also well aware. I met Alex's mom at an episode of like Legion of Skanks, mm-hmm. probably before I met your dad, uh, where they were all talking because they knew her mom was there about railing her out, and her mom was fine with it. Right. So now that's two parents that I've met, mm-hmm. and so now I'm just going all right. People are fine. Yeah, but there's the flip side, which is like most of the other people here who have either like a very distant or like, uh, uh, you know. You don't have a distant relationship with your parents. I have like a weird relationship with my parents. Like they are for sure if I wasn't their son and and who they loved, they'd be very ashamed of my life choices. You know what I mean? How so? Having a child out of wedlock, they are Irish Catholics. Right. Well, no, I think more just the fact that, you know, I work here. What's wrong with working here? You know. You know, I would think your dad looked up to Bo Deedle, who worked here for a time. Honestly, when Bo was here, he was in. He oh, came really? in He came in for a recording of Bo's show here, actually. Met mm. Bo. Bo knows. Mm. But, you know, Bo also. Did you tell him that Chaz Palminteri was here once? Yeah, I took a picture. I drove from Queens to take a picture with Chaz to send to my dad. <laughs> This makes no sense to me. I, I don't understand how a man can still be mad at a thing from four years ago. I, You know? He's an adult man. Yeah, he's an Irishman who doesn't drink. All they do is just seethe. Ruminate. Yeah. That's all they have. Write a limerick, you fucking mo. <laughs> like, Jesus. Listen, when I send him this, he's not going to like this anymore. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. I was thinking that I would just go up to him at Skankfest and apologize, and then Alex convinced me not to. She was like, no, don't do that. Why? I don't know why they're even coming. No, I mean, I agree. That makes no goddamn sense. But, yes, please try to bury the hatchet with my dad. I'll bury a hatchet in tomorrow. All right. <laughs> I'll be appearing at the Axe Throwing Bar in Williamsburg <laughs> next Thursday on Alex Tomaselli's show. <laughs> Good dude. Solid dude. I um, like that guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, um. But, yeah, I don't understand what how, – how's your dad still mad about this? How is he still thinking about it? It's I don't crazy. Know, it came out of nowhere. We were talking about, you know – That's even weirder. We, we were talking about who we work with, and, and somehow our job came up at the dinner table when we were both on mm-hmm. vacation at my folks' place. And my dad asked, do you still work with that clown? And I said, who? Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, we he's work like, with clowns. That's the thing. He's like, yeah, that, that, uh, that, that real dirtbag guy, he said some terrible things about you. 
I was like, where? He's like, at some comedy club in the city you were running a show. I'm like, at anxiety? I was like, oh, oh, yeah, Chris was being an asshole. And he's like, I don't I don't care for that guy one bit. That's, I, I feel like he said something a little more extreme. No. It was like right along those lines. I'm, I'm giving the best impression I can. Like, I was, I, the way I was told is that he clearly, it, it, it seems to be a fucking issue at the forefront of his mind. Oh, yeah. At all times. <laughs> it's like consistent. I think that's like his, his thing of like, you know, being very disappointed that I work here is that I work with people like you. What do you mean? Why am I a bad person? You say very mean things about me to my father upon first meeting him. If anything, that's Nate's dad's fault. <laughs> or Alex's mom's fault. Like, I, I don't know why he's mad at me. Just keep passing. Be them. mad at your in-laws. <laughs> hey, like, also, you know, I was just a little nervous that day. He never... Th- is he not an adult man who thinks about other people's uh, uh, scenarios? No, no, no. God, no, of no. course not. No, because no. he's a fucking stupid pig. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a very nerve-wracking situation. Do you under? Do, do, does, do you remember the lineup that was on that show? Yeah. I kept thinking, how the hell did Faye get on this lineup? <laughs> Justin may have owed me a favor. <laughs> um, but if you, if for anybody who doesn't know, uh, again, uh, biggest show I'd ever done at the time, uh, uh, about three years into doing stand-up regularly, uh, 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 this is the lineup. It's Christina Hutchinson, uh, 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 Big J Okerson, Dan Soder, Adrian Iappolucci, uh, 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 Nathan McIntosh, who I had never seen, <laughs> walked into the room and went, what the fuck is this? Because if you haven't seen Nathan McIntosh, I don't do that. <laughs> Man's a beast. Absolute monster. Uh, doesn't use the microphone, kind of just swirls it around above his head. Uh <laughs> Then me, then Gary Goldman. That's an insane fucking thing to be. And I, I'm wa- also 99 percent sure the Young Bull was on that lineup. Nishane was not on that. He was, and then canceled. Oh, okay. Um, but that was the I explicitly remember that lineup, <laughs> and then being like, I don't know who this Canadian guy is. Uh, I, I know everybody else on this lineup is a killer. I don't know who, the, and then I walked in during Nathan's set and walked out and had two shots of whiskey. Now, mind you, this is after I had met your father. Yeah, I was medium drunk when I met your father. <laughs> I was very drunk by the end of the night. I will say that. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Yes, yes, yes. I was very drunk at the no, end of the night. You met my dad at the end of the night. No, no, no. Yeah, you did before Trust the show. Me. No, you didn't. He wasn't there before the show. Like he was. He got him and my brother were in their seats like 20 minutes before the show started. What am I gonna have to fight your brother over this? I'll no. fight your brother at Skankfest. Ah, I don't, he's not going to be there, and that's not a good fight for you. What do you mean? You think I can't beat up your brother? I mean, when's the last time your brother was in a fight? I mean, I know he's in the boxing club at uh, UPenn. Is your brother in his twenties? Why is he still in college? Is he Van Wilder? He's in his. He just turned thirty, but his wife just got into the grad school at uh, Wharton School of Business. So he has access to like all the club stuff at an Ivy League university in Philly. So he's taking advantage of it. Okay. Still, I got this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do steroids. <laughs> I could use some, dude. Got you. Alex Stein's big. Dude, that motherfucker is big. Yeah. I actually got some HGH in the crib that I never did, <laughs> if you want it. Yes. I need to get bigger. 
You you only have like three weeks. You can't do enough HGH to get bigger in three weeks. I got like a month and a half. I don't think that's enough I'll time. Do twice it takes the six dosage. I do want to see your head get so big that you topple over like a, like a reverse weeble. <laughs> a giant baby. Yeah. All right, so that's my bone to pick. It's with your dad. Okay. He, he, I, I feel like he is an asshole for being mad at me for this thing for this long. And he might be. And you know something? If you would have came to me and said, hey, my dad didn't appreciate that. Now, mind you, the first time you heard about this was at the dinner table two weeks ago. No, no, he had said something before. Okay. He but, said something to your face. He's like, that's not a nice way to talk about someone. That's very rude. And I'm sure I said, oh, sorry. I don't even remember if he did that. There's no way I didn't, in the moment, backtrack. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, there's I, no, there's I no way that I didn't then go, oh, you're not cool. Let me backtrack. <laughs> and I probably did it. First of all, think about it this way. Ask Alex's mom what she thinks about the way I interact with her. Right? Yeah. Sure, she's very fine with it. Yeah. Most people's parents fucking love me. Uh, exes that I've had fucking terrible endings with, I know for a fact it angers them that their mom still asks about me. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, because we still, like, talk begrudgingly here and there at events, and then they'll be like, it fucking pisses me off that my fucking mom still asks me once every six months if I know how you're doing. <coughs> Through gritted teeth, sir. Nice. Because that's how good I normally am with parents. Just, Your dad just seemed like a good, a cool dude. Well, you you gravely misunderstood the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought your dad... See, I'm sorry I thought your dad was cool. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's a fun episode title. <laughs> now, I, I hear you may have, have have some sort of old business. Oh. You told me you have old business that you want to address. I cut my hands and break my back Dragging this bag of stones Till they bury me down beneath the ground With the dust and rattle and Uh, Frank, I believe you can hear this Based on the fact that uh, this is on in the lounge Whoa, 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 I don't want you beefing with Frank What do you mean? I have a bone to pick and the person who I have the bone to pick with is in earshot right now. I don't... Frank had uh, uh, a dental procedure done today. Okay. And, you know, he's the boss around here now. So he's had some bones picked in his head today. He must be used to it. I, I If you're saying you have a bone to pick with Frank, again, well, you said you had a bone to pick with somebody. I assumed it was with me. <laughs> oh, or no, maybe no. my dead dad. <laughs> I don't know what the issue is. I thought maybe you had an issue with my fucking dead father. Because you know you Irish and the Italians, you get a, you don't get along that well. Yeah, no, especially the errors that those guys are from. Other other than the breeding aspects of mm -hmm. it, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is wild how that works out. Whew. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans too. Yep, yep. What, what was the uh, line in the Sopranos? You all bow to the freckles. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I assumed it was uh, uh, my dad. Who, by the way. Once fucking zombies happen, my dad can beat up your dad. Yeah, because he's a zombie. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because he was pretty he was pretty decrepit when he died. <laughs> Wouldn't be a situation. If I can get my dad in his prime, back when he was being a real piece of shit, I feel like that's a good fight. 
versus the the saint who drove all the blacks out of Scarsdale. My dad was being trained by the blacks in New York. All right. Yeah. There's but one New, thing my dad New York City that. blacks, way better than Scarsdale blacks. What do you think? Those guys came here, and then the black guys here, they fucking sent them down south. Hmm. Go visit your fucking auntie. That's what they said to him. That's what they said. Yeah, fair enough. Although, to be clear, my father was significantly older than your father. How old's your dad currently? Uh, he just turned 70. I definitely could take him. Um, <laughs> my dad was 76 when he died 16 years ago. Okay. So I'm both of their, I don't know. Both of them in their prime. I mean, my dad's just from a tougher era. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. the, the greatest, eating shoe leather. Greatest generation versus fucking boomer. Boomer stink. Boomer is below. I mean, my dad's technically silent generation, but still, I think that outranks Boomer because they uh, had to deal with all of their uh, what do they used to call it? Shell shocked brothers. <laughs> my dad was the youngest, uh. and my uh, there was a story about my uh, my uncle Ben and my uncle Frank from Italy that my aunt told me, where <laughs> when they were very small children, uh, you know, Mussolini took all the guns. So some people would hide their guns so that they wouldn't, when the fucking Gestapo would come in or whatever, they wouldn't fucking find them. And uh, they hit him. Somebody hit him in a tree. And my uncle fucking found, my uncle Frank apparently found these two fucking shitty old school pistols and fucking tr- eight years old tried to rob a store. No. And the guy just cracked him in the face with a broomstick and knocked him out. <laughs> like... Like he said, he, I think he said. Uh, my aunt said in Italian, he ran in with a handkerchief over his face and said, "Your money or your life." And this man at eight, at eight years old, and <laughs> he said, "She said uh, from the way my uncle Ben described it was, it was the fastest I've ever seen a person move." Like, and my uncle Ben was fucking quick. I watched him at eighty snatch a fly out of the air. He was like a Golden Gloves fucking champion. Like, he was a fucking fast guy. And he was like, it's the fastest I've ever seen a human being move. How quickly the broomstick was across Frankie's face. Um, but, yeah, so I heard that. So that's a story But uh, uh, from that generation. So you're growing up dealing with those motherfuckers on top of you. You get a little toughness to you. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I was just reading, I, I listened to a podcast about the Harlem Hellfighters. From World War One. Oh, really? Those are some badass dudes. Hell yeah, yeah. Nice. Fucking. Uh, uh. So, what's your bone to pick with Francis here? I mean, uh, Frank. It's crazy that we've we've been. You know, you might be pooping. Just you know, stalling for this long, and you still haven't made it over from the other side. Oh, uh, here he comes. There I, I'd like you to play Stone Cold Steve Austin's music as Frank walks in, please. <laughs> you should have th- been thought of that, or the Undertaker's music, something. <laughs> I can come back in five minutes. No, no, no. Just please sit. Oh, Jorge's in here for this. Oh, no. This is everybody in the studio right now. It's just observing this. Keep it quilted means you can Jesus Christ, you're bad at Keep it How do we not? First of all, Frank, aren't you one of the top dogs? Oh, my God. Hello, Frank. Hello. Thank you. That was a bad. That was a long cue. Uh, uh, before we get into whatever issue you and Michael have with one another, um, I need to ask you a question. Listening. This this company's existed for fucking eight years now, right? About just about. Probably is seven ish. It's it's late seven. It's almost eight. Sure. Uh, 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 
how the fuck do we not have a YouTube premium account yet? That's a good question. I will I, fucking take it out of my pay. I don't care. Just tell Ralph. He, I said you could take it out of my pay. I think most people log into their individual email to we'll pull just up get, prep for the show, and then they ne- would also need a premium account. Well, you need an incognito tab. Sure, but then everybody has to remember the password to the company account when people can't remember to do a lot of things. Oh! Sounds like he's got a bone to pick with you, Mike. He, he did look at you when he said that. You gonna play the drop again? Oh, we're doing. We're, it's a lot of drops. This bag of stones till they bury me down beneath the ground with the dust and rattle and I feel like we need an arbitrator. We have two trans people in the lobby: Jorge and Natalie. They're bisexual. That's pansexual. not trans. Whatever. Bise- pansexual is trans. Think about it. Everybody named Tran is a pan face. I've been holding that for fucking three months. <laughs> Was that the bone that we don't have YouTube premium? No. no. That's my bone. That's his bone. I have YouTube premium. High Sidey Radio, which I was on before because I was doing some, a special project for Chris from Brooklyn. Uh, mm. That does not have Not a, a special project. Your job. That I does... asked you to do your job <laughs> that you haven't done for months. That does not have a YouTube premium account. So that's something we need to talk about for the HSR side. Huh. But. The bone I have to pick is why in God's name was I being questioned by my long-term girlfriend and mother of my child as to whether or not I did drugs at last Skankfest. Well, why were you doing drugs at last Skankfest while your wife was pregnant? You know for a fact I wasn't, you motherfucker. Frank? Uh, I was was trying to make sense of why you would wander off instead of setting up the shows you were doing, so I just assumed you were on drugs. Damn! Oh, he said you should have been Apparently on drugs because you were negligent. You're I told Alex, "All right, well, I don't know. I didn't see him do it. I don't. He didn't say he was on it, but I can't make sense of why he wouldn't be setting up the show. Why is she mad at you about something that happened a year ago anyway? Uh, she's not. I, I don't know. Apparently, this like this came up just randomly. She's like, "Hey, just double checking. You for sure didn't do any drugs at Skankfest. Any last drugs? Year. No, I, you didn't do any drugs. Smoke some weed." But I didn't do I didn't do any XC, no acid, no Molly, nothing I would normally do when mm-hmm. I was cutting loose and having fun. That's true. You didn't do any cocaine with me. No. That's I'm never doing cocaine with you again. Um You were you clearly didn't listen to last week's show because somebody did send me the instruction on how to make cocaine nasal misters. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll talk. But regardless, um, fact of the matter is I was never negligent in not setting up shows. I was trying to wrangle talent for every show, including, you know, the the Hans Kims and fucking William Montgomery's of the world. Whoa, whoa, finding whoa, out, whoa. What are you fucking starting an Austin beef for? I'm not starting any beef. I'm just saying that's what I was doing, was wrangling talent, making sure I had everyone present before I hit the all clear to get the mint streaming started mm. over the comms. That's what I was doing when I was not in the room. It was 100% of the time either getting something to set up the show or getting a comic who was not there, who needed to be there for the show, including Luis J. Gomez, who was on six different shows there in that room over the course of a three-day weekend, and he was never on time for any of them. That's fair. Now, Frank, hold on, hold on. Or to be fair. Frank, your rebuttal, I want to be clear here. You're allowed to rebuttal this. That rebuttal can include ad hominem attacks. (laughs) 
I don't think there's any need. This was this wasn't a bone for me. I just said I'm damned. I don't have to search for Harrington this year at Skankfest. That's not my duty to a run that room and b he's not the showrunner for that room. So I think the problem like worked itself out. What what room are you the showrunner for, Harrington? I'm not. What is your job at Skankfest? I'm in charge of merch. Hmm. You got any merch you want to sell at Skankfest? Are you going to do a better job than the people who did it? Who sold merch at Skankfest last year? Who just gave away all of my comic books and I got a check for six dollars? Do you think I'm going to do a better job than Jenny Gomez? Is your question? No, I did not know she was in charge of it. Okay, I'm just I'm pointing out that that's the 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 insanity of the question you just asked. Well, me. so you'll upsell people on the comic book, is what you're saying, brother? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be standing there telling people you get a free belly shot on me if you buy a hundred dollars worth of merch. Buy two hundred, I'll let you hit me in the face. Oh, that's what you meant by belly shot. I completely misread that statement. I thought you were letting people do shots into your belly. I was like, who the fuck is doing that? That's disturbing. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't your belly button probably does not smell good. No, it smells great. It probably smells worse than most women's assholes. I'm just saying, we are gonna have we're gonna be completely sold out of merch on day one at Skankfest. So if you do have tickets for Saturday or Sunday, make sure you show up early and beg them to let you up so you can go to the merch table because I thought we'd be out of merch. Why would they why would you beg to come in I'm early saying come and in go on, to an empty table? On Friday. Are you gonna let them slam you through the table because we're out of merch? I mean, maybe. If we yes, the person who buys the last piece of merch that we have for that day, you get the power bomb. Period. If you buy the last piece whoa, of merch whoa, whoa, whoa. at the power festival, bomb, what if I come through and help them with the 3D through the table? Whatever wrestling move you want to do, yeah, come find me. I will a table. I'll do either the lifting part or the <laughs> stunner part. Whatever you want. Whoever buys the last piece of merch, whatever 3D Harrington through a table, WWE wrestling move you want to do through a table. And if it happens done. to be the day before he has to be in a ring for something, that'd be hilarious. It'd be so funny. Two things. One, I heard Harrington has an outstanding claim that he's going to sell out merch on the first day. Yeah. I mean, he is a solid salesperson. You do know that, right? He really is. But that is an insane claim that you will be. It is a pretty big claim. Sold out of merch on the first I'm day. See, I'm going to see what he could do. Wh- like, So what is your bonus if you sell out of all merch day one? It doesn't exist <laughs> i actually that's asked, crazy i asked christine point blank if there was any kind of commission uh for selling all the merch on day one if there was like a chance where i could just chill and not get another job if i sell it all the merch on day one i got a hard no on both accounts uh, i'm gonna throw this out there. <laughs> after we clean up the table that you are 3d'd through <laughs> because i have to get a little something too all right <laughs> and i'll be honest Frank is going to buy that last piece of merch. Because <laughs> I, I can see the look in his eyes. He's just going to be sitting near that table going, I can't wait to buy this last piece of merch. Somebody's going to come to go. Here's what you need to do. If you see that the merch is getting low, you go find Frank. Because <laughs> Frank might come through with a fat stack and buy all that's left. And then once you are down, if it happens to be the first night, once you have been put through this table, I... We'll bring you to Tony Romas right down the street, and I will get you a six ninety five prime rib, Mike Harrington. That will be your bonus. Nice. So, can I get an acquittal on this? 
Acquittal on what? Your bone you, to pick? You could, no, on the, yeah, on the bone that was picked. You could see how that's a reasonable assumption. I think it's a reasonable somebody assumption. Somebody acts Skankfest disappears instead of doing their job. You assume they're on drugs. I think that's reasonable. Okay. It's either that or you were fucking some skank. Disappears doing their job is not somebody on drugs. And it's a wild accusation to make. When I made it very clear to everyone that I was not doing any drugs. And passed up that tons is true. of you free did, drugs. You did, yeah, that's true. You did pass up tons of free drugs that I kept shoving in your face. Uh, to, to be fair, not to me. I got no drugs all weekend. I hit a joint twice. I definitely offered you drugs. In four days. I definitely offered you drugs. Maybe you. I literally stood in the back of a room and got people to give Kevin Sanchez free mushrooms. Yeah, I didn't get any drugs. I also probably Go find on them because on, I was too stressed about performing the job. But... Look, you know what you can do on drugs? 3D Harrington through a table. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess this has been old business. Do you have any bones to pick, Francis? Yeah, off air. Oh, shit. <laughs> Harrington's in trouble. It's not very, uh, not good material for the mm. show. Harrington's in trouble. <sighs> Moving on. Man, you're really not feeling good about uh, p- picking that bone with your uh, supervisor, huh? No. No, you, no. You look, you look stressed. I, it's got nothing to do with that. Oh, you're getting texts about things? No. I'm just, I'm not, I'm feeling under the weather. Under the weather? Yeah. I never understood. I had the, like a whole, I had a whole plan. What's the plan? God, it got, it got torpedoed. Oh, what, this thing? Yeah. What was your plan? I don't know. What was the plan? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Mike. The best laid plans of mice and men <laughs> exist in a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. But those can be derailed by anything. If you want to get back on track, you know what you need? Our good friends over at YoDelta.com. <laughs> YoDelta.com will keep you on track and outside of a police car because Delta 8 THC, which Yo Delta is a big proponent of, and they are a salesman of, they, that is legal in a lot of places that traditional Delta 9 THC is illegal. So if you need to stay on track, and not be under the weather, go to YoDelta.com, use promo code GAS, you'll get 25% off your first order of high-quality Delta-8 THC vapes and gummies. Now, Mike, are you feeling a little bit better? Just knowing that if you go to YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS, you'll get 25% off your order. Yeah, I mean, I feel exactly 25% better. You feel 25% better because you got 25% off your order at YoDelta.com, and that makes you probably... A better person. I still would like to know how you were derailed from the bone that you were trying to pick. Well, we'll never know. What did I derail you? No, no, you're good. Frank derailed you. No, who derailed you? That your phone? Yeah. What? What is? What's on your phone? Magic Gathering? No, no, no. A uh, Marvel Snap? No. Some sort of DraftKings? No, it's a uh, just a, a, a left wing Minneapolis activist. What? Yeah, it's a whole thing. They're texting you? No, no, no. Just it's a tweet I saw. Why are you looking at tweets? Because I'm doing research for the show. This is you know good you, stuff. you need to get focused. And you know what'll help you focus? The fine people over at YoDelta.com. Uh, here's the thing. You're the home of the sixty dollar kilo, I think. No, that's YoKratom.com. Mm-hmm. So you know what I need to do? I need to focus, and I need either kratom or high quality Delta Eight THC vapes and gummies. And if you go to YoDelta.com, use a promo code GAS, you will get twenty five percent off of your order. Moving on. What's up with your boy Vivek? What do you mean? I don't know. He got a nice little bump 
after those debates, right? right? He was like a real fucking tough guy, picking on a fat fucking dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. But then I found out this motherfucker ratted out Martin Shkreli. Oh, for real? He threw him under the bus, dog. You don't know about this? No. So Vivek uh, Ramaswani mm-hmm. uh, uh, worked for Martin Shkreli. Oh, for real? Directly under him. And then when he was asked about him, once Martin Shkreli was in prison, he said, I don't know that dude. Martin's a brilliant guy, also a compulsive liar and a crazy person. Something, something to that effect. Uh, 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 then I also found out, and I sent you a screenshot of this, because somebody brought it up. Uh, uh, somebody sent me a message on Instagram to relay to you that your boy got a Soros uh, scholarship. I was aware of which that. means he's a tool of, uh, I guess, the left wing hegemony, mm-hmm. which is the uh, he uh, George Soros is the left wing Koch brothers. I don't know if that's good or bad. Anytime money, this much money gets involved in politics, it can't be great. Fair enough. So, what do you have to say about your boy now? <coughs> um. By the way, you know what's gonna got to be funny to me? I looked up uh, how many t- more times the term Vivek Ramaswamy was Googled after the debate. Mm-hmm. And then what was very funny is I wish you could check for the amount of times Google had to say, did you mean, and then spell it correctly. That would be that would be great stats for them to be coming out with. Dude, if they had that stat, how many people misspelled Vivek? First of all, that's like... That's how you know Google hasn't gone beyond the pale in being uh, too fucking, like, lefty lean. You know what I mean? Like, they would just put that information out. You know what I mean? Like, if they were really trying to sway and just make people look dumb, they would be like, eh, here, this. But how do you feel about him taking this uh, Soros scholarship? I mean, dog, if somebody offers you money to go to law school, you take that money. That's not true. Okay. If somebody offered me money to go to law school, I'd be like, law school is gay, son. Okay, you might say that. Yeah, that sounds like something I would say. That does sound kind of like something you would say. I mean, normally not on the air, but I would say that. Right. What if somebody offered you money to go to law school? Um, I I mean, if I wanted to go to law school, I'd probably take it. No, but what if uh, they'd offer you the money to go to law school, but then also you have to prop up Israel as a uh, Middle East power or some sort of... I don't even understand. I don't even actually... I'm going to be honest. With, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't know the conspiracy theories surrounding George Soros. I just believe them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like... I, I'm sure this is partially true because everything about the Koch brothers is probably <coughs> true, right? So it's like, I'm sure this is somehow true. You know what I mean? Or at least a little. It's that he's uh, making things communist. Is that it? By sending fucking Indians to law school? This doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I mean, the 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 idea, I guess, is like you get the you get the money on these guys early. What's all the hooks in them? Okay, his Jew hooks. I mean, dude, look at look at like Budigens, right? That guy goes from Budigens. being sure. That guy goes from being a fucking small town mayor to like you know. Now he what is he? He's the Secretary of Transportation. Yeah, that's not a job. That's like the food and beverage job for fucking. Uh, uh, Sammy from Casino. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like the Secretary of Transportation. What, what does that mean? You run Amtrak? Who gives a shit? Amtrak stinks. Nobody takes that shit. I agree. Yeah. 
There's no hyperloop. What's happening? Secretary of Transportation. When's the last time they built a new highway? He's not doing shit. He's literally just making, he's just proposing things that are never going to come to pass. We will never hit the benchmarks the Biden administration set for EVs by like, what was it, 2030? We're supposed to be 30% electric vehicles. We're currently like 5% electric vehicles. Is that true? Yes. Mm. This will never happen. It will never come to pass. And it's just like, we've talked about this on the show a while ago, right? Like um, something I learned under Trump and it's like, which, and again, I will repeatedly say this. The Trump administration should have been a learning experience for the country. I learned multiple things. One of them was this. Remember when uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, uh, lowered the uh, emission standards thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. What I didn't know at the time was he, ju- he just passed it, and it just was like, yeah, this is a thing we're going to do. And then 13 states challenged him on it, brought him to court. Never actually saw the light of day because then Trump came in and negotiated the compromise with those states, right? Bringing it up, not to where it was, but somewhere in between, right? And then uh, 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 Newsom and a couple of other Democrat governors sued Donald Trump. Now, I don't know where that is now, but the last I heard, because now we have an administration where you don't hear about these sort of things anymore, which is like you didn't hear a lot about this under Obama, just like a lot of people don't know that the largest prison strike in history was in the last six months of Obama's presidency, right? We've talked about that recently, correct? Right. Um, so, uh, so now you don't know where that's at, but the last I heard... Uh, we were still at the Bush-era emission standards because of the constant fucking law battles. Right? Yeah. That's, that's your boys, George Soros, I that's, think. That's quite what were we talking about? I have no idea how we got here. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure you're keeping track of it. Uh, Soros getting his hands on people okay. uh, when, they're, when they're, you know, coming up. Yeah, I think that's not a good idea. You know, take money from these people. I mean, look, look, how that's think about how I found out about who Carol Quigley is, who's a piece of shit. Bill Clinton. He was the one who nominated Bill Clinton for the Rhodes Scholarship. And that's what made me start being like, oh, man, fucking there's lizard people. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I remember this now. It's the tragedy and hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which everybody should fucking know about. Yeah. It's crazy. He's been saying there's an Illuminati, and he's like, man, you're lucky there's an Illuminati. Otherwise, you'd be fucked. There's a lot of fucking weird, uh, this is actually something we should talk about on the show. So I'm going to say this. Moving on. Uh, the ADL has uh, come under quite a bit of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, Have you read, You've read about it. I mean, I've, I've heard about it. I well, it's mostly, this debate is mostly going down on Twitter. And I, I know you're very online when it comes to Twitter. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't... I am as well. I, I'm not going to lie about that. I do check Twitter a lot, uh, or X, which I will never actually really call it. <laughs> also, this is an aside, but what a great troll from Elon, changing it to X, right? Because now you just have tabs that have X on it in your browser that is okay, but like I sometimes like will open my phone and be like, X, oh, my fucking porn. You know, instinctively. Oh, yeah. It's normal. I think it's just so that every time he hits X, porn doesn't come up. Ah, uh, that makes sense. He's definitely getting his porn from X videos. For sure. And in not a, a, a Pornhub situation. He's a, or else it would have been called P. 
Makes sense. Um, but so the ADL has come under scrutiny on there, uh, on Twitter, from a lot of things. The Anti-Defamation League, who protects against anti-Semitism, uh, Elon Musk is saying that they create anti-Semitism. Uh, 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 How so? By pissing people, by making, because they're kvetching Jews. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is like, it is kind of the stereotype of Jewish people to always be like, man, you hate Jews. It's like, do I hate Jews or do I just want cheese on this sandwich? Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I get that argument, but there isn't now this like weird shaky ground of like, kind of like, hey, you guys, like all these people who are like anti-censorship, tread lightly on this ADL thing. This is not the Southern Poverty Law Center which is apolitical. This is not the ACLU. Go at those people, not the one that is specifically linked to fucking Jews. Like, I, that's my personal opinion. The ADL is? The ADL is absolutely specifically linked to anti-Semitism, and it is a Jewish organization. Like, it's just, I think maybe, and it's, it's kind of crazy, is that, like, people will literally, like, I saw James Lindsay, who, you know, I've talked to several times. Uh, he said something about, like, hey, like, this debate about anti-Semitism is going to be coming up. Don't lose this. And then I just checked the replies, and it's literally all motherfuckers calling Jews lizards and child molesters. Like, it's one thing if you think we shouldn't be supporting Israel in the Middle East, and they're causing a lot of problems, and it shouldn't exist. That's a different debate. I will grant you that. But once you're getting, once you're getting into, um, fucking, what do you have to gain? Who's paying you? All this shit. It's like enough. Like it's like it literally is. It becomes this thing where it's like you're tr- you you need to tread lightly. Do you have any opinions on this? I mean, yeah, they uh, that makes sense. You don't mess with the Jays. Everybody knows that. Well, yes, you certainly do not. They are litigious. Um, yeah. Oh fuck! The ADL might come after us for defending them and saying all these. And if for you go back in the, them, if you go back in the well, we're not defending them the right way. All right. Okay. We got to iron dome these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Just block off all things. No, here's the thing, man. Uh, 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 I wouldn't mind some iron dome. What you you like a braces dome? Yeah, dude. You like a brace face? Yeah. You are a fucking hebophile. <laughs> um. Fucking, uh, but was I, I got derailed here with the, with, with the, with the Iron Dome talk really fucking threw me off with the Jews. Um, no, if you go back in the archives, you'll know that I am uh, partial to the Jews as a people. Yeah, you're very pro-Israel. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, well, I don't know that, that I'm pro-Israel so much as I, I love a, a yappy conversation over a bowl of soup in a diner. Mm. That's really what it is. I like, a, I like a steak cut fry and just a conversation about how, like, something is annoying you. No. It's the problems of the world, dude. Mm-hmm. You do like discussing the issues of the world. I do. I really love it. And you know who's the best at it? The Jays? The Jews. Uh, uh, I don't know what George Soros' deal is. I'll be honest, and I've said this before on the show. I am suspect of any billionaire that doesn't have a conspiracy theory about them. Warren Buffett, 
We're coming for you. <laughs> We're coming for you, motherfucker. Moving on. Um, all right. Oh, I got it. What? The reason he still lives in that house? Oh, yeah. It's because it's where the bodies are buried. You think Warren Buffett buried a bunch of bodies under, under that house in fucking... Is it in Lincoln, Nebraska, or Omaha? Omaha. He's, yeah, he's the Wizard of Omaha, right? Lincoln is the capital of Nebraska. Doggy, how are you going to have that much money and still be living in Omaha unless you got bodies under the floor? And for I that he- reason... I hear the stakes are to kill for. Mm. You think that's what he did it? Yeah. You think that was the reason? Maybe that's why the stakes are so good. Mm. Fucking Warren Buffett's been, Warren Buffett secretly owns Omaha Steaks selling us human meat for fucking decades. But that'd be brilliant. Yeah. Dude, fucking flash-frozen human meat? Dude, nobody would know. And everybody's like, why, do I, why don't I can't? It was the first subscription box service, if you really think about it. Yeah. And nobody ever cancels those. That was the first one. It's like, people are like, you know, I just love these Omaha steaks. But like, you know, you can get better steaks. We live in New York. Why do you have an Omaha steak? This makes no sense. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll keep this Omaha. Because you, once you get that fucking taste of the fucking forbidden fruit, that fucking long pig, that's what they call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you get a fucking taste for it, and you fuck you know, it's addictive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, do you think he was related to Jimmy Buffett? I mean, he would have to be, right? I I I can't imagine that they're not related. You think this isn't all you can eat, Buffett? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise. You know that burger's made out of fucking human meat. Ugh. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. Your brother had you killed because you knew where the bodies were buried. And now so does Mike Harrington under that house in Nebraska. Moving on. Mike, there's new coup news. Oh. Remember last time we were talking about the coup in um, <clears throat> Niger? Not yeah. the other word. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, there's been another coup, coup in fucking Gabon? Um, Gabon? How do oh, you fucking pronounce Gabon, it? for sure. Is it Gabon? It for sure. I've heard that before. Uh, it must be that. Uh, uh, Ali Gabon. Bong. There you go. Gabon. All right. Ali Bong. <laughs> How did they... Why did they... Come on, man. Just be a little better with the names. Has been overthrown in Gabon. Um... <laughs> And now people are wondering, what is the next coup in Africa? Like, we talk about this all the time. I would love to gamble on the next coup. Like, I think we should have a rolling pool of where the next coup will be. Like, I th- is there a way we can create a pool online? Because people are saying Cameroon. Francois Conrad. Yo, I love that they all have Frenchy-ass names. Francois Conradi. Oh, no, that's an analyst. All right, what's the name of this president of Cameroon? Paul Bia? Paul Bia is a good name. Um, but apparently he just hangs out in fancy hotels and has been the president for 40 years, and they assume he will be overthrown. One problem with him being overthrown, uh, he uh, basically does not leave Switzerland. Wait, the, the person who runs Cameroon? Yeah, the president of Cameroon, who's been the president for 40 years, does not leave Switzerland. Because he's like, if I go there, somebody else will be the president. And that's not a good idea. 
Sorry, I am uh, currently trying to... Look, uh, you're looking up Ali Bong? No, I am... Uh, oh, look, no, sorry. It's Ali Bongo, I'm looking, which is funnier. I'm looking at how to create a coup pool. A coup pool? Yeah. A cool. A, poo, a pool for coups. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so this guy got thrown... <laughs> Dude, why would you even want to be the fucking president... In a fucking place. So apparently, the reason why, within 45 (laughs) minutes, Bongo got thrown out. So apparently, uh, he won 64% of the vote. Within minutes, the military was just like, get out. And just took his house back. They were just like, get out of here. Fucking... They like it's just like, why would you even do this? Like, it, it, why would you be a president in Africa? Like, what? What do you think? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, whenever you hear a story of a drug lord, and then like, like, all right, like, remember an American gangster where he was being very conscious of not flossing, and then he put on the mink, and it was a wrap. Mm-hmm. If you're in Africa. And you're a corrupt political official. Just don't put on the jacket with the medals. Yeah, but then what are you in corrupt politics for? What do you mean? That you always, everybody, it's very... What about George Soros? He's just rich. He's doing it for fun. That's his hobby. That's the Koch brothers' hobby. Get on our level, bitch. You're trying to be Western? You're trying to fucking be world power? Get on our fucking level. If you're going to manipulate politics, do it as an oligarch, not as a fucking representative. That's where they keep fucking up. Control some industry, bitch. You make a fair point. They got all the minerals out there. Start mining, motherfucker. Get some kids down there. Get some blood on your diamonds, son. Anything to add? No. Get some blood on your diamonds is a fair point. Moving on. Mike, we got to talk about Ukrainian news. Uh, can I have uh, my Ukrainian, traditional Ukrainian folk music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Give me one second. I didn't know you were there. Um, so Mike's going to pull up the uh, uh, traditional Ukrainian folk music. We don't hear about Ukraine much for a little while, right? No, it's been, it's been pretty quiet. Qual- oh, I did hear something this morning. What did you hear? Uh, well, hold on. Play the music first. This is the national anthem of Ukraine, if you didn't know. Um. Um, That uh, Elon Musk shut down Starlink to Mm -hmm. uh, the Ukraine Mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of them trying to, like, pull off some counteroffensive in um, in, um, Russia, Crimea. Is that true? I mean, uh, the Crimea is not Russia; it's Ukraine, technically. Okay. Well, I don't know the the way that it was uh, the way that it was explained in this is uh, essentially they um, they're um, what the hell was I gonna say? Oh, uh, like it was to prevent like a World War Three situation because Elon had talked to um, 
Elon talked to people on like the 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 Russian side, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna like we're uh, we're gonna you know blow some stuff up if uh, like it's gonna be nuclear war if uh, oh this continues." Yes, that's a weird call to make for Elon Musk. I don't know if I like it. I don't. I I have not verified this. I'm just saying that's that's a thing I heard about the Ukraine today. Where did you hear it? Uh, on Twitter. From? Um, it was a reputable source. I don't remember exactly who. Let me look it up. Uh, 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 yeah, New York Post. Elon Musk foiled the Ukrainian. First sub- of all, let's 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 keep it. Iffy with the New York Post being a reputable source, but okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I've lived here my whole life. They're medium reputable. Okay, CNN? All right. Capone and Noriega, I will listen to anything they say. Okay. Um, yeah, they... Uh, they should get Zelensky on Drink Champs. That would be pretty tight, honestly. Fucking awesome. That would be pretty, pretty tight. He's going to be drinking, like, Pravda Vodka or some shit like that? Eating the fucking, those weird fish that they eat over there? Black bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is what what is the th- what is the deal? They, this is true. Yeah, Elon. So it's at Washington Post is uh, on it. They he apparently cut Starlink out in the middle of a Ukrainian attack on a Russian fleet. Damn. Yeah. Wild. Um. In Crimea. Yeah, it was an attack in Crimea. So now that's not even reliable anymore. What do you mean? Like that? Well, now they can never rely on it again. Oh, Starlink. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, is it supposed to be for the military? Or is it supposed to be for people? I think it was supposed to be for. So like, I know, like when this first popped off, Elon was like real quick, being like, "Yo, I'm gonna get fucking Starlink to all these people in Ukraine." So but it's can... for the people, and yeah. then the government's just using it. I would assume. Okay. <laughs> nah, that's not great. But the real, real real reason we have to talk about Ukrainian news, which we don't talk about much anymore because most people don't really care. Um, you'd think that, like, that would be bigger news, though. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that all day. That's weird. Um, yeah, didn't not on the top of Reddit. You'd think that, like, people would be going for Elon's head for that. You would think. Um... But, uh, all right, so the real reason I brought this up is you sent me a video a little while back, uh, which I watched, and it was a very strange... Can you just pull it up? Uh, okay, you're talking about... Um, Your Ukrainian video that you sent me. Okay, well, I'm going to need to kill our uh, little national anthem to bring that up, but yeah. Now, uh, what, what, is the, what is the name on this video? Um... For journalistic documentation purposes only. No, no, no. What was the tweet? Oh, okay. Uh, Blood tribe leader Christopher Paulhouse in Florida says he supports President Joe Biden in 2024 over Donald Trump because Biden supports the war in Ukraine. Uh, What is the blood tribe? These are the guys who, if I'm not mistaken, were the ones who were like... uh, They were like uh, protesting outside a bunch of drag brunches and stuff. Oh, this, this is these guys. You know what? Know. You know what's funny is like the actual the, the Bloods are nicer people than these guys. Than the Blood Tribe? Yeah, the Blood Tribe seems odd. Does think? Uh, let's pull this up. 
there's, for, there's a presidential race going on right now. Are you going to vote in 2024? What do you think is going to happen? My vote is useless. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. Guy's wearing a uh, swastika chain. Support of Ukraine, you mean? Hell, Ukraine. Hell, is up. There's a guy behind him that's tattooed like the lizard man. Who's also hailing Hitler. Yeah, who yelled hail Hitler. That's like, he, he nailed it too early, though, right? Like, watch this. He comes in the frame. He's like, yeah, he's sending. He's like, oh, hailing. he's hailing. What did he yell? What does he yell at the end? I would assume hail Hitler. Oh, Ukraine. Hell is up. Stavu. Oh, no. I don't know what that means. You're going to have to look that up. But these guys are uh, uh, crazy looking and terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, hell of a place. We got white bloods. Also, they're Nazis. It's, uh, it's a weird contradiction. <laughs> I assume they are related to the bloods. They must be. Right? Otherwise, they get hit with a copyright suit or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those bloods, very litigious. They are very, very litigious. Uh, uh, they learned blood rituals from, you know, George Soros. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a whole thing. So you'd think these Ukrainians wouldn't throw in with these Soros-funded bloods, but uh, what are you going to do? Um, what does that mean? That, uh... Savul? No, I looked it up. I was not able to find anything. Mm. That's even scarier. Yeah. I'll be honest. Why would you have that many tattoos on your face? I guess in Florida you can kind of blend in. No, I think it's, you know, because you just want to be on Front Street. Like, yo, I'm a Nazi. Perhaps. Um, I mean, whatever. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. Uh, Oh, Slava means glory to the Ukraine. Ah. Is that what Slava means? That's what it says. Crazy. All right. So I'm assuming that's what they were going Glory for. to the Ukraine. Yeah. And party in the USA. Interchangeable now. It's crazy. Slava, Miley Cyrus. Moving on. All right, Mike, we got to talk about a couple of things. These are all uh, very related things. But actually, you know what? Fuck that. Let's talk about this. Your boy, Tucker Carlson. That's your, that's your boy, right? That's my guy. That's your boy. You love that guy. Uh, uh, remember when he got fired from Fox News? Of course. And there was this whole thing about how, like, Tucker <laughs> was going to be, like, this bastion of, um, like, real, real journalism that wasn't, like, liberal-leaning, real, independent journalism, and he was going to do cool, like, really good. Now, mind you, I've never been a Tucker fan. I saw that bow tie once, and I was like, go fuck yourself, dog. You're out here looking like Mickey Mouse's bitch. I'm not fucking with you. Uh, your mouth is agape as if to summon a cock to enter it. I don't fuck with Tucker Carlson. Uh, but then he left, and he was like very much on the anti-war train. He went for being a, uh, a Fox News war hawk, and like towards the end, he was very anti-war. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this guy's got something to show. And then uh, uh, he did this interview this week. Can you please play that video? He did an interview this week. It was this 22nd episode of his show, uh, which only airs on Twitter. And uh, uh, 
very, uh, I'm going to say this, not hard-hitting journalism. <laughs> no? No. I but, think it was pretty, I think he got in there. So, uh, uh, let's watch just the trailer. You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. Pause I had it. given Barack 250 he went by Barry back then. Keep going. Dollars to pay for coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort. And next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going. And it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Just the obvious question, what was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is? Pause it, pause it, pause it. What was Obama like on crack? First of all, he was just himself but sped up. We just know what he, he was just like. He probably came up with a couple of good business ideas. Probably said, I'm going to run for president, damn it. It's like, what, what are you fucking like? Who the like? What was Obama like on crack? Uh, I don't know. He was light skinned. He was yelling. I, you know, it seems like he was just talking like Obama. Like, what was he like on crack? I don't know. His mouth was full of my dick. That's what this guy would say because he's saying that he had gay sex with Barack Obama. By the way, uh, 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 Republicans really looking like assholes still talking about Barack Obama. Can we just fucking acknowledge that? Hasn't been president for, what, seven years now? Yeah. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, stop. You're trying to ruin this guy's legacy. First of all, this guy... This is not the first time he's told this story. Do you know this? No, of course not. Yeah, so you know he failed a polygraph test. Yeah. They offered him a poly- Whitehouse.com offered him a polygraph test to take this fucking thing to kind of like hopefully prove that he was real. Because <coughs> if you recall, Whitehouse.com was a pornography site mm-hmm. until Barack Obama became the president. And then some people who did not like Barack Obama uh, uh, bought Whitehouse.com. And they wanted to prove this guy correct and failed miserably. But all the other conspiracy theories are fucking crazy about Barack Obama that currently happening. Why are people, why do people care if Michelle Obama was a man? First of all, they have two kids that look like her. There's pictures of her pregnant. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I the what, Michelle Obama being a man thing was always just like, it's just like, why Why do you still, like, this okay. is such a the, weird thing. I feel the same way about the people who were saying Michelle Obama used to be a man as the way I felt when people, when she was in office or when he was in office, the way they would talk about, oh, my God, Michelle Obama is the hottest first lady ever. I I'm, agree. I, you're both fucking crazy. Yeah, you, you, that is actually the fairest point. I actually was thinking the same fucking thing. It's like when people used to say that, it's like, no, she's kind of fucking. She's a little mannish. She's a little mannish and doesn't have a pretty face. Here's the thing, uh, Venus and Serena Williams, brolic, but there's something distinctively not mannish about that. Very feminine. Yeah, like it seems like they'll break your fucking dick off. Fine. Michelle Obama does have a little bit of a fucking mannish vibe. I get it, but like sincerely doubt. That used to be a that is a that was a biological man or designated male whatever you want to fucking call it. Sincerely doubt it. If I'm proven wrong, fine. But like, why are you talking about this? 
Why are you talking about Barack Obama at all? Yeah, it is weird. He's not the president. He's him and was it him and fucking Bruce Springsteen had a podcast that no one listened to. Yeah. They got fired from Spotify. They got a Netflix deal, him and Michelle Obama. Yeah. I guarantee it does nothing. They just it's just they pay them money so that the article goes out that they're gonna have a show. That's just brand recognition for those companies. They know that nobody's watching this shit because nobody actually cares about a guy who used to be the president. Unless it's Donald Trump. Well, because he might, he can, he might could still be the president. <coughs> so I did see a thing this week where he came out and said, like Barack had talked about this before Biden ran, where he was like, I, uh, if I could, like if I didn't have to be front facing anymore and I could just chill out in my basement and run the country mm-hmm. with, you know, like some other front man, I would 100% do that. And then that footage was left right after with uh, two Biden press secretaries back to back going to the podium and being like, as President Obama, I mean, President Biden said. Well, they probably both wanted to work for Barack Obama and they got stuck. (laughs) Reasonable. Yeah. And got stuck working for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a fucking mushmouth. And here's the thing. Even if Obama's pulling the strings on Joe Biden. um, If John McCain had become president. Do you not think George W. Bush would have had some sort of level of influence in this country? Not really, because I don't think Bush had that much influence when he was president. All right, fine. Dick Cheney would have. Yeah. Okay. But I, I still, like, I think that Nancy Pelosi and Dick Cheney have been, you know, Mitch McConnell, to, to a certain extent, have been running this country for the last 30 years. Yeah, that's and true. And look where we're at. That's true. It is a weird blood orgy in this country. Um... It's weird how that's becoming a forefront thing in um, people are regularly talking about how old the uh, politicians are. I mean, I guess it probably started with, um, I guess, Paul Pelosi getting, you know, hammered, (laughs) fucking drunk. Uh, uh, But, you know, a big part of it is like, yeah, it's like him fucking and obviously, uh, I mean, Mitch McConnell getting hit with that freeze ray from them aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Not helping (laughs) And then, uh, you know, you got you, it's a big problem. I mean, look, Joe Biden's been in the Senate since, what, the 70s at this point? It's 50 years. You know what I mean? He's been in, go- he's been in national government. Um, but it is becoming this thing where it's like people are drawing that parallel of, like, we have a collapsing empire and an incredibly aging set of politicians who do not meet the country's values. And, but I think a big part of the problem with that is I don't think there is a set of politicians that actually truly meets this country's values because I think we've drifted apart further and further in terms of values. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I don't... Well, forget the extremes. I literally think... I think that there's a lot of people that hover around the middle, whether they live in urban areas that are blue or suburban and rural areas that are red. There's a lot of people that hover towards the middle who don't get spoken about, but they tend to think that they identify with the far end of this spectrum more than this spectrum because they have blinders on to the bad parts of it. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like there there probably isn't... And now I don't know because I wasn't there. And this, this is actually an interesting thing. Is like you start reading about history and just like even like, uh, like some of the stuff Hunter S. Thompson said about Nixon very closely mirrors some of the stuff that was going on in the press about Trump, right? 
when you start reading about the causes of the Great Depression, they very much mirror what just happened under COVID. Mm. Like artificially low interest rates, overvalued stock market, then artificially raised interest rates, then a tanking of the market and the economy. Like you very much start to see that over and over again in history. And it just doesn't fucking like, so maybe that happens, but I don't think so. Like at the time, all these people became in office back to my original point, we had a united enemy against the USSR. We don't quite have that anymore. And here's what's interesting to me, and this is, a, this is a fucking further extrapolation on just, like, me being a fucking weirdo who thinks about this shit too much. But, like, we haven't really talked about the BRICS situation here, right? The, uh, uh, not a ton. Yeah, so, like, the, uh, it's, um, what the fuck does he mean? It's India, China, Russia. Brazil. Bra- Brazil, Russia, India, China, and what's the second C? Saudi Arabia is the S. Whatever. It's every major brown country with money. Every non-white, other than Russia, it's every non-white country with fucking money. It's just like, hey, fuck the, oh, it's fucking Iran is involved. Like, it's like, the, the, the BRICS alliance is a major fucking problem. We can't actually do what we did to the USSR to fucking the BRICS alliance. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa is the S. Okay, South Africa, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, we can't, as a nation, do what we did to the USSR, to this now commerce fucking alliance. Because it's not going to look good if Western Europe and the United States uh, just have beef with any powerful fucking non-white country. So it's like we don't we're never going to have that like true fucking enemy again to get everybody on the same page. The watchman's not happening. True. Um so I don't know if we can ever have a shared set of values again. And I think we really need to just start kind of being like we need to start forcing our governors to govern in this country. I know I've said it before and I will continue to say it. Local governments have to start doing the job of European nations. They are the size of European nations. There's no reason why they should not be able to do it. Interesting. End of the fucking day. So you're saying we need to secede from a union. No, no, no. We can be a union. Way more about states' rights. We can be a union. Like a loose union. Kind of like, you know. Europe. Europe. Still a union. It's right there in the name. Right there in the name. I didn't say secession. I'm not racist. <laughs> yeah, but like what happened? If you secede, you're racist, even if you're California. Somebody told me that. People get very angry. If you don't use the word secede. Okay. Um, secede sounds like the minstrel show version of succeed. Don't do it. Oh, you seceding out here? Oh, you out here reading and seceding? <laughs> I to say, sir. What were we going to say, Mike? Um, I completely forgot. Moving on. All right, you know, this is, this is how I'm going to do this. I want to do one more topic, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, what would you like to talk about? 
I mean, I was. I, was I, not... I know you're going to say trans women, you fucking weirdo. I don't think I sent you any trans stuff this week. No, you I? didn't. You didn't. It's out of the news cycle. Yeah. How is uh, uh, Anheuser Busch's stock doing? Ooh. Let's see. I bet it's up because I heard Bill Gates bought ninety-five uh, million dollars worth. Holy shit! Well, let's take a look. Um, wait, I don't. Know InBev to... is the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know how to read a ticker. Just pull the thing up and All I'll right. do it. All right, it's up. I don't know. Oh, okay, no, I got to switch to here. Well, it's up one cent today. Yeah, we got to go three months. Oh, so still down overall. I don't know. For three I mean, months. Not much. That's where it was in June. So okay. let's go all the way back to six months ago. Okay. We're still very down. Yeah. I mean, I think still a play. So this is where it was in, in March. Uh-huh. And then it spiked up back up again in April. Okay. And then it crashed for some reason in June. That's the thing. What do you mean? That was during Pride Month. Yeah, but it wasn't... It That wasn't the time, dude. It was like... Um, like, I'll give you an example. I'll show you. So it's like, um, this is when March Madness was going on, mm-hmm. right? And this is where the initial dip is, mm-hmm. right? For the March Madness where, sure. where that thing came out. Then... Oh, yeah, I guess it was March Madness. For some reason, it spikes. Uh-huh. has a little dip here, but then way back up, still Well, probably a quarterly above. earnings... Hold on. Probably a quarterly earnings report. Quarterly earnings report. But then, it's got to be around May that the fucking news really fucking... Every other story was about how Bud Light's doing terribly. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say this. Uh, uh, I wish I had a honking horn like Jim Cramer. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I mean, that was that's when it was at its low. It was 53 back in uh, in June. Oh, so still it's only up three bucks. You can still fucking get back up. All right. Go, uh, go, go. Year to date, go five years. Three years. Fine. Go three years. Okay, so... Oh, I mean, that's when the entire market was up. It seems like maybe Anheuser-Busch is just where it should be right now. It's not going up or down too much. I mean, this is where it was at in 2016. 2017, mm. they were doing great. What does that say? Huh? I can't read it. What do you mean? $100? Oh! 122 Damn. Back in well, they have been losing market share for a while, just in general. I think that's half the reason why they did the whole thing. It was to try to gain some market share back with the young <coughs> people. Because here's the thing. The old people will continue to drift back to their Bud Lights. There's a bunch of guys right now that are not drinking Bud Light that used to drink Bud Light. To give you an That idea. are thinking about Bud Light every time they drink a Narragansett. You know what's fun? Uh, this time last year, uh-huh. September 2022. Uh-huh. InBev stock uh, was at forty-seven seventy-eight. That is interesting. So one year, it's up from one year ago. Significantly up. Do they get a nine eleven bump? Because it's you know it's Anheuser Busch. I imagine you get close to nine eleven, you start drinking Budweisers. Never forget. Never. Moving on. So do you have do you, do you have the topic you'd like to talk about? Yeah. What is it? Chicago. All right, let's do this. This is actually something I'm interested in. Okay. Uh, this video that you sent me that I have not watched. Okay. Can we just play it? Yeah, just play it. I saw this on Reddit and then had to go find it elsewhere. Just hit play and just jump to... Yeah, but why am I... Okay. Some jump cases outside of Chicago Police Department offering any answers. Garrett Tenney joins us with more. Garrett. This guy? Oh no! This is yeah, not. I sent you the wrong video. Meetings. Turn it off. 
We'll do this next week. Okay. I apologize. I'll find the correct video and we'll do it next week. Okay. Uh, the reason why I needed to find the correct video is because it was part of a meme. And the video was just in the corner of the meme. Okay. And I found the video and I meant to send it to you and I forgot. And then I thought of it when I was sitting in here doing this. That is my fault, not Mike's fault. But I know Mike will put this show out on time on Friday because he is stalwart as ever. Correct? For certain. All right. So as a as a backup. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yes. I got California passing mm-hmm. a bill against uh, uh, shop owners from defending themselves. Now, you told me you actually researched this. I did not read about this bill. Um, it's Bill three five five three. I mean, Ian, okay. Ian is the worst. No one's going to deny Ian that. Ian Miles Chung. Yeah, he's first of all, stinks. he was a less than reputable source before he got beaten, retarded. No, that was Andy. No, he also didn't. He also get beat up. Did he? I believe so. Or at least he claimed he did. Well, I watched the video and it looked like a. I believe I watched the video of him getting beaten up and it looked uh, 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 like an improv circle tagging it. I think he did. Maybe I'm thinking of the Andy No video. People are going to get very mad at me for talking about this. Yeah, I'm looking. I can't find. So maybe I am. I'm just I'm I'm being racist against Asians. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing any uh, any footage of him getting beat up. But he did report on this, um, which is a a, a CA bill, five five three. Mm-hmm. And essentially, I mean, you can see that this is real. Like, he didn't just make people come out to protest a bill. Okay. You know, like, this is an actual photo from Fox News. Sure. sure. California. Also, pa- pretty funny. I saw, very funny, that this Protect Small Business Owners bill is all Sikh gentlemen in California. I saw a headline that was in Newburgh, New Jersey, that said, Mayor of, uh, no, Newburgh, New York, Mayor of Newburgh meets with landlords. And it was the black mayor of Newburgh, because it's a very black city, meeting with landlords. Guess what they look like, Mike? Guess what their outfits were? Hasidic. They looked Hasidic, yes. I don't know if they were, but they were certainly wearing the uniform. Uh, this is the kind of thing where it's like the, uh, <laughs> the gas station owners of California are uniting <laughs> because they keep getting robbed, is essentially what this looks to be. The 7-Eleven owners are... Very angry. That is what that photo is. You'd think they would have found a couple of diverse business owners that were at this thing. Pull up the photo again. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, I was looking up more on uh, Bill Five Five Three. But... Okay. So, so they passed this, which is um, you'll be fined eighteen thousand dollars if you own a store and fight against looters. Is it for store owners or is it for? Oh, this is in this is right after that those two guys beat that dude with the broomstick, right? Yeah. Um So the Is this in response to that or was this already in the pipeline? So the the it's a quote unquote workplace safety bill, which originally aimed to stop employers requiring requiring workers to tackle shoplifter lifters is headed for a decisive vote after the controversial plan was dropped. Um Well, pa- I think I I, I do I would agree that that might be if you're going to have labor protections at all, you probably shouldn't be able to require workers to tackle criminals if they're not security guards explicitly. So the 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 people are making the point like um, if this is the case, mm-hmm. um, 
then you need to like then then it's going to hurt business overall. And if business is uh, well, are they not allowed to attack these people? No. So in this bill, it was going to say you can't have your store employees uh, attack like you know stop shoplifters. And well, y- you'd be facing up to an eighteen thousand dollars fine if they do. If they do, well, not if they stop them. If they assault them, essentially. Well, in if the, they get into a physical confrontation. Yeah, in the process of stopping them. Okay. Uh, but that part has been dropped from the bill. Oh, that this is a good story. Then. It works. Yeah, the protests were were pretty loud, and they worked. That's great. Yeah. Well, I think you should be able to stop anybody. I I basically think we should live in the wild west. Everybody has a gun. We're shooting everybody. Everybody's getting shot for everything. I think that's probably the best way to have a. It's like um, if everybody around you was that kid from that Twilight Zone episode. You know what I mean? Right. You're gonna be way more respectful. That's kind of how I think things should work. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. How Same. you feeling? I feel great. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been uh, Notes of a Goon. You have anything you got to plug, Mike? Uh, follow me on Instagram at them Harrington. Okay, at at them Harrington on these things. Uh, 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 follow me at Chris from BKOIN Twitter and Instagram. Give this show a rating and review on iTunes. You can do that on Spotify now too. Does help the show supposedly? I don't know. That might be a George Soros conspiracy. Who knows? Um, uh, just get in there, do that. Uh, uh, follow uh, all the things. Uh, email us askthegoon at gmail.com if you need some help with some things. Um, and also, furthermore, uh, uh, I will be doing that show that I just said. Uh, I'll, Alex Thomas, I'll, I'll fucking share the link on my Instagram page if you want to come to a show in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that I'll be headlining. And then uh, I have, uh, I'm have i opening for Dave Smith the 22nd and 23rd at Governors in Long Island. And uh, I think I might be hosting some sort of midget wrestling. I will tweet that out. Just go to the social media page. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die
Yeah. 